Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back online this Wednesday as we prepare our hearts to receive and trust Him for the remaining part of the year. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him who is worthy. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. The fruit of our lips gives thanks to your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy to receive glory, honor, praise, thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Precious Lord Jesus, we give you thanks, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. We lift you up. We magnify you. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things for thy pleasure. They are and were created. Hallelujah, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things for thy pleasure, they are and were created. Hallelujah, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks for life and breath and all things. We give you thanks for your holy word. We give you thanks for your precious, mighty Holy Spirit that you have sent to indwell us, Mashakaya, to anoint us. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks for the Father that you are, O Lord. Shamakala Prazalamataya. We bless you today. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the privilege, for the honor of serving you in this day and hour. We bless you, we praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Oh, faithful God, faithful God, faithful God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, we bless you, we praise you, we worship you. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. We receive your benefits today. We receive in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, revelation and understanding. We receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for quickening those kidneys, restoring those kidneys today in the name of Jesus. 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 We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Oh, faithful God. Faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's uh, open up our Bibles today to that prayer in Ephesians, the third chapter, which we read from the 14th verse. He says, For which cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The 15th verse continues, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hallelujah. Notice there is a father and there is a family and he has named the family after himself and uh, we are dealing with the family. We are the family that began in heaven, continues on the earth. Praise God. It's nice to know that um, this is not just some legalistic uh, kind of thing we're doing here or just trying to be, you know, rule conscious or just laying out some commands, but we're dealing with a family here and God is a Father God. Hallelujah. I'll read this from the Amplified. It says in verse 14 also, For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan, by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. Hallelujah. Notice that we are dealing with a family here, and it is his plan that the family in heaven continue on the earth. And so we're not just dealing here with uh, some mundane things, but it comes from the heart of the reality of a family of whom uh, we have a father, and he's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are sharing the same father, and therefore we we're from that family, that same family. Praise God. Let's hear um, Ephesians 3. 14 and 15 also in Kannada. E. Karana Dinda Nanu Namma Kartanada Yesu Kristana Tandeya Munde Nanna Monakaluri Yava Tandeya Hesaranu Paraloka Buloka Gadaliruva Kutumba Villa Tegidukulu Atado Atandeu. Glory to God. So you can just imagine that um, there are some people that you will be seeing forever and ever. <laughs> they're just going to be your neighbors and 
your family and uh, better get used to that you know from our little uh, narrow view of things we are usually thinking about ourselves but there is a huge family that you're going to be seeing very soon and uh, forever also notice that you will always be with them they will always be there around you in the eternal destiny and destination that we are headed for praise God and that is uh, very interesting in Hebrews the 12th chapter and the first verse it says wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking on to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God you see how we are again encouraged to focus on the reality of a great company of believers a family that is already there that surround us even now and that should stir us up and you know make us conscious of the race set before us and that we are going to go back home and meet the family meantime looking on to Jesus who was our example our eldest brother who suffered endured suffering and did the will of God on the earth and went back and he seated there where we are supposed to be going hallelujah so let's be stirred up to think that um, whatever we're doing here we're going to heaven one of these days and we are dealing with uh, family folk and so um, it's better to realize that sometime we need to be jerked up into the reality that we're going to be seeing each other for a very very long time hallelujah eternity has no clock so there's going to be no measurement there's just going to be forever and ever hallelujah praise God praise God praise God hallelujah let's hear Hebrews 12 1 and 2 also in Canada Adakarana Sapshi Avara Ishtu Dodda Megavu Namma Suttalu Iruvadarinda Ella Varavannu Sulabhavagi Mutti Kolluva Papavannu Navu Tegedittu Namma Nambikeyannu Hutti Suvatanu Adannu Poorai Suvatanu Agi Ruva Yesuvina Mele Drushti Ittu Namma Munde Itti Ruva Ootavannu Thalme Inda Oodona Atanu Tanna Munde Itti Da Santosha Koskara Shilube Yennu Sahisikondu Avamanavannu Alakshyamadi Devara Praise the Lord. So there's um, this reality around us that we must consider and um, realize that there are some things that maybe we're blinded to. Uh, our hearts and our perception do not see them. We are so body conscious, so um, conscious of our natural environment that we forget that there is actually such a great cloud of witnesses and a family and a father that we are going to have to uh, live with and be with forever very interesting thoughts there and in Hebrews the 11th chapter we see um, 
some things that maybe we need to consider right from the beginning of our faith and um, I hope all of us were taught at some time or the other that in the Christian walk you don't just look at um, only the positive side of things you need to be able to consider uh, the cost also the negative aspects of uh, believing in Christ and so it, it's a narrow way you know uh, many will be going through the broad way the narrow way is uh, what we are called to and that's uh, the reality there will be few who find it compared to those who go down the broad way so there is going to be some place of choice that's not very popular and um, thank God that we have information beforehand we are given understanding of it and we must remember that every now and then speaking about Moses in Hebrews 11 chapter the 24th verse he says by faith Moses when he was come to years refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward we can see a man who grew up in a very prestigious family uh, the most powerful family the richest family on the earth at that time but at some point he matured and came to grasp with reality there and made a choice uh, chose uh, concerning eternal rewards um, to decide and put some things under and go with things that were vital and important you know concerning the future and eternity so he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt so every believer has to consider the fact that there is a reproach of Christ there is a um, a, a devaluing and a shame that is connected to Christ and the name that you bear as a believer there is a weight of reproach that one will have to look at focus on and ponder about properly and then choose and it comes with maturity maybe in the beginning of your Christian faith you only came out of um, hard times and you came out of tough situations as you put your faith in the Lord and that was lovely and that's the Lord he's the deliverer he's the savior he sets us free but then we are saved onto a life onto a purpose where we choose to see the suffering the affliction and the reproach that comes for that name and we have to decide whether we're going to bear it or not uh, before we step forward hallelujah it's a big sign that we are growing hallelujah let's hear Hebrews 11 chapter also um, we can read there from verse 24 to 26 Moshe Dordava Nada Mele Farohana Kumarteya Maganenisi Kulluvadu Beda Vendadu Nambike Indale 
ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ಕಾಲ ಪಾಪಭೋಗಗಳನ್ನನುಭವಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕಿಂತ ದೇವಜನರೊಂದಿಗೆ ಕಷ್ಟವನ್ನನುಭವಿಸುವುದನ್ನೇ ಆರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನು ಐಗುಪ್ತದಲ್ಲಿನ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯಗಳಿಗಿಂತಲೂ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ವಿಷಯವಾದ ನಿಂದೆಯೂ ಅಧಿಕ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯವೆಂದೆಣಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನು ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಪ್ರತಿಫಲದ ಬಹುಮಾನವನ್ನು ಅವನು ಗೌರವಿಸಿದನು to be able to value certain things which seem to be too much in the future that seem to be not so relevant to the present and giving them value and weight and honor uh, to such a place that you refuse things that seem to be uh, pleasurable uh, in the present tense and you go for the future but it's a sign of maturity and it's a sign that you're growing and so the bible declares by faith moses when he was come to years when he grew up he refused certain things it takes faith to refuse them to be able to say no to certain very valuable things in the present and choose rather to look into the future recompense and reward to say no to the pleasures that seem to be calling and crying out for our attention which are temporary but they are very powerful and they are very pleasurable and to turn away from them requires faith usually we think about faith only about receiving things for ourselves and that's one level and that's one place but there is also a maturity in faith where you use faith to refuse certain temporary things uh and choose eternal things and that uh, takes maturity in faith so we all have this faith and uh, we can use it for different things but as we mature we use our faith a little differently also hallelujah praise god we esteem certain things more precious than other things so you grow beyond just what you can see and touch and feel uh for the temporary pleasure and immediate um comfort and you refuse those things by faith and you believe god for the recompense of choosing according to eternal value you put value on eternal things and by faith you put your trust that you're going to receive a reward for that choice hallelujah and that is growing up in the faith so we have to deal with all of these various levels of growth but it's good to have this uh fed to us in the beginning of our faith also when we step out to make a choice for Jesus uh even though we may have chosen him just to be set free from something just to come out of a pit or whatever else it may have been we must be presented with this truth and it must be very real that there is a growth and there is a choice that we must consider which may not be pleasant and pleasurable right then but has eternal value in the family of god who we're going to see forever we're going to have to um live with that hallelujah praise god oh we give you thanks maybe we can don't know if we heard this did we yeah amen let's just focus once more on verse 25 in canada 
ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ಕಾಲ ಪಾಪಭೋಗಗಳನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕಿಂತ ದೇವಜನರೊಂದಿಗೆ ಕಷ್ಟವನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸುವುದನ್ನೇ ಆರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನು so there's a little season a temporary time just a little sliver of time there compared to the eternal and so as you mature as you develop you begin to see that reality more and more clearly and uh, even if you had 100 years or 120 you know to live on the planet it would still not be anything compared to eternity and timelessness hallelujah and so our value system changes as we mature and i can imagine that moses had to deal with it it was not easy and at some point he chose to suffer affliction with the people of god than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season he esteemed the riches notice that the treasures the wealth the name the fame everything that egypt had at that time as nothing compared to the reproach not the honor in quote that jesus gives but the reproach that you have to bear for his name to value that and say i prefer being reproached and looked down upon for jesus than anything that is available in this present life in this present system that is so honorable and so great in the eyes of man that's quite a thought hallelujah and so we uh, need to consider maturing growing up also in the things of god hallelujah oh praise god so we pray certain prayers and we desire certain things uh, along with our natural life this is prayer that we pray from colossians the first chapter he says in verse 9 for this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding we want to be filled with the understanding not just get little uh you know info here and there god is good yes is true god is a blesser yes that's true God is the healer. Yes, that's true. God will fill your treasuries. Yes, amen. All that is true, but there is also a knowledge that is complete, that is full, that we need to get also about him. Hallelujah. That there's reproach connected to his name. There is a bearing of certain things that may not be pleasant at the moment, um which we have to factor in. and that is wisdom that is spiritual understanding that we might walk in a manner worthy of the lord verse 10 continues worthy of the lord hallelujah that means we we say he's worthy he's worthy lord you're worthy of that i'm going to walk in that way because you are worthy so you're giving him the worth you're giving him the honor and saying for you i'll do this to walk in that way worthy of the lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god hallelujah so there is a, a certain increase that you are looking at you don't want to stay in that same level of knowledge and understanding you you want to go further in the understanding of god you want to mature you don't want to stay in the same place of understanding 
You want to become more fruitful. You want to increase. You want to know God. You want to be further and further strengthened. Verse 11 continues, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Notice the benefits of that strength gives you the power to endure joyfully, to deal with people joyfully and not lose it, giving thanks unto the Father. This is where you are saying, I believe I receive it. I have the answer to this prayer, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet or qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Hallelujah. Thank God that all of this is talking about still meeting a family, the inheritance of the saints in the glory realm. We're going there. Hallelujah. And we're going to live with the family of God forever and ever. And they are watching and they are all around us. And we should be conscious of the fact that we're going to meet them. And so we want to know the will of God. We want to be full of the will so that we have eternal rewards and recompense where it really matters. Hallelujah. And not be sidetracked by a lack of maturity and not growing up properly. Hallelujah. You know, um, praise God. It's a powerful prayer, and I know that it's there in your uh, prayer list there, but it's worthy of our thinking as we pray it also. And so don't be shocked when you start having to hear such messages because of the result of those prayers. Let's hear the 9 to uh, the 12th also in Canada from Colossians 1. Adakarana Navu Saha Adanu Kedida Divasa Dinda Nimagoskara Pratisuadanu Bidade Nivu Sakaladnanavanu Akmi Agrahike and Nuhundi Atana Chitta the Vishayavada Tiluvarike in the Tumbikundu Kartanige Yogiragi Nadedu Ella Vidadali Atana Nu Santosha Padi Suvaragirabek and Talu Nivu Sakala Sakaria Vemba Falavanu Kuduta Devarajnana Dali Abibudi Agutirabek and Talu Atana Mahima Shaktiya Prakara Paripurna Balahundi Balisharagi Ananda Purvakavada Tarmayanu Matu Dirgashanti and Nutorisuvaru Belaki Naliruva Parishudara Badjate Ali Palugara Raguvadaki Namanu Yogiran Nagi Madida Tandege Krutajna Tastuti Maduvaragi Rabek and Talu Nano Ashisutene. Praise God. So you can see um, writing to the Colossians. Uh, he talks about this prayer and therefore it's for the saints for all of us that are called by that name as you begin the first part of that chapter in verse 7 he says as you also learned of Epaphras our dear fellow servant who is for you a faithful minister of Christ so you can see that this person uh, is being brought out you know, when Paul writes, he writes here and there of certain names. And sometimes you wonder who's this person and that person. But Epaphras here, he says, is our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ. So he's uh, in the ministry there. He's not just a member of the church, but he's involved in the service of the Lord for that church. And so his name is brought out. And uh, Paul calls him a dear fellow servant. He said that he learned of 
the people and their progress through Epaphras. Hallelujah. It was through him that he heard the message of what is going on with them. Verse 8, who also declared unto us your love in the spirit. So you can see that he's uh, getting information there and saying, Oh, praise God, they're good. They, they love in the spirit. And so uh, because of that love and that desire, which seemed to be all positive, he's praying that prayer. Verse 9 continues. Since we heard that, it's people who have acted on the word, who have you know, put their love into the things of God, uh, the right position and going forward, then these prayers are offered on their behalf. Not necessarily for those who do nothing. <laughs> but those who act on the love of God and those who think the right way and are moving in the right direction, these prayers are offered on their behalf. Hallelujah. After hearing of the love and the faith, then the prayers in Ephesians are offered. Praise God. And that they may continue, that they may go forward some more. Hallelujah. So um, interesting, and it proceeds down all the way, as you see in the 28th verse, talking from that uh, viewpoint in verse 28, it says, Whom we preach, that's Christ, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me, Mightily. You can see the desire of the heart there. He says to present every man perfect or mature in Christ Jesus. So from that aspect of the heart of God, now becoming part of the ministry uh, thoughts is to perfect people and make them mature. That is the plan of God. So there is preaching, there's warning, there's teaching, there's not just always good words and uh, fair speeches, but there's also, you know, all kinds of things that are required to cause people to mature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear verse 7 uh, in Canada also before we go forward. ಇದನ್ನು ನೀವು ನಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಜೊತೆಯ ದಾಸನಾದ ಎಪಫ್ರನಿಂದ ಕಲಿತುಕೊಂಡಿರಿ ಅವನು ನಿಮಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ನಂಬಿಗಸ್ತನಾದ ಸೇವಕನು ಸೊ ಎಪಫ್ರಾಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ವೆಲ್ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಪಾಲ್ಸ್ ರಿಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ರೈಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಯು ನೋ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ದ ರೈಟ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಟ್ ಚರ್ಚ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಲಿಸ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಹಿಸ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ದ ಚರ್ಚ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಪ್ರೇಡ್ certain prayers for the church and he said all the labor was for such things to present the believer to present that church perfect or mature in Christ Jesus with all kinds of wisdom with all kinds of teaching and preaching and warning all of these things fit into the framework of maturing the saints hallelujah and then you see again uh, towards the end of the chapter the fourth chapter there you you hear the mention of again the names coming up notice here um there are so, some names but in verse 12 it says epaphras who is one of you so he was from that area and probably just a believer there 
uh, in the beginning, then he becomes a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You can see what kind of man he is, the caliber of his desires, uh, what he is working for, what he's praying for, what his energies and his life are directed to is the welfare of the church, the welfare of the people. Praise God, always lab laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Hallelujah. So you can see how he has developed and matured and uh, he's not just thinking uh, in a certain uh, way all the time of only the positive things uh, and the great benefits of serving Christ in just the natural realm, but he's, his heart has now shifted towards thinking about the family, thinking about the church, thinking about the saints, and he's laboring fervently for them in prayers that they may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. So you can see that this is slow turning away from just you, your own, us for no more, to others there, and you want them to be perfected, completed, matured in the will of God, and, you know, these kind of thoughts. And he continues in verse 13, For I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you, this was a consuming love and desire. His desire and zeal was for not himself, but for them. For I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you. This is the family. You're going to be seeing them forever. And so that person that you are dealing with right now, uh, he's worthy of your prayers, worthy of your care and concern, because you're going to be seeing him where everything is open, everything is clear. As they are watching us, they can see everything, basically. And God can see everything, most importantly. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, someone said that they don't see everything from heaven. They see certain things. Well, praise God for that. But God sees everything. But essentially, it's a family that you're going to be living with forever and they'll say, hey, we know what's happened and we saw some things and etc. So it might as well be <laughs> open and clear right down here before we get up there. What was really propelling us? What was really moving us? What was our burning zeal all about? What were we actually living for? Let it begin to come out more clearly in the right direction rather than finding out, oh, oh, these are the people who I seem to hide everything from and just did everything quietly, but lo and behold, they're with me, they're my neighbor, they're right here uh, forever. Hallelujah. For I bear him record, verse 13, that he has a great zeal for you. Paul could perceive the zeal that this man had for them. Hallelujah and them that are in Laodicea. Notice the Colossians, and then now he's thinking about others also. Laodicea, and then Hierapolis. Praise God. This man's heart is being enlarged more and more as he thinks about these things. Uh, he's driven to prayer about these things. 
you can see that it's not just thinking about, you know, how many acres and houses. All that is wonderful. All of that's great. But there's a place that now Paul can take note of and bear him record and say, I'm here to bear record that this man is of such a type. And uh, this is his zeal. This is what drives him. And this is what moves him, actually. Praise God. Can you see these are the things that Paul would celebrate? Paul would make a big deal about. Hallelujah. These are the things that, um, you know, uh, eventually are going to be a great reward when we stand with the family that you will be seeing forever and ever. And they will know who prayed for them, you know, who was thinking about them, concerned about them. Such things are going to be pretty much clear when we get into eternity. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a bit sobering to say the least, but, you know, it's good to hear all of these things at, uh, so that you are well informed and you are not, um, you know, ignorant so that you cannot say, oops, I didn't know that. And, uh, you know, I didn't hear that. And, and then there is guilt that comes with it, even blood guiltiness. Paul said, uh, I did not hold back anything that would profit you, so I'm pure from the blood of all men. Hallelujah. Because I did not shun to declare unto you all the counsel of God. So there has to be a desire to want to uh, bring forth the heart of God to the church and to his people, who are your family, by the way, that you didn't just hold back and you didn't just be narrow-minded, but you wanted to think about them as a family and that they would be perfect and mature because that's what really matters. Thank God for things that are temporal, but there are things that are going to matter forever and ever. Of course, Christ paid for all. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear. Um, I think we heard chapter 1. Let's go to chapter 4 now. Let's read from verse um, 12 and uh, 13. Nimali Ubanada Kristana Sevakanagirua Epafranu Nimage Vandane Hirutane, Nivu Paripurna Ragiu, Ella Vishagalli, Devara Chittavanu Kuritu, Purna Nishevulavaragiu, Nintira Bakendu, Ivanu Nimagoskara Kashtapatu Pratanegalli, Horadutane. Nimma Vishaya Wagyu, Lavodikira Vishaya Wagyu, Hiriapoliera Vishaya Wagyu, Avanu Bahu Asakti Lavanagidan and Du Avana Vishaya Dali Nanu Sakshi Hirutine. Glory to God. Notice as it continues, another name pops up. 14, Luke the beloved physician and Demas greet you. Hallelujah. You know, Paul thought it was worthy that their names be mentioned. And he goes on in 15, Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea, Nymphus and the church which is in his house. Praise God. It looks like Nymphus opened his house up, you know, so they could have church there. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, that you should likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. So the Laodiceans are featuring in this, and you remember from uh, Revelation chapter 3 that they were the people who thought they had everything. And God said, you know, the Lord said, you guys are wretched and 
naked and blind. So they, they were like really cool. They had everything. But um, Paul was concerned about them. Epaphras was concerned about them. And so even though these men were powerful ministers and had the heart of God for people, they were also limited, you know. And um, the individual was involved, was important. That person himself had to make some choices. And, you know, we need to pray. Hallelujah. Because, you know, this is history. This has happened. It's, uh, it can happen again. It can repeat itself. And what happened in Laodicea and Colossae and Hierapolis and all of these places that we don't even know or, you know, exist, uh, had people whom we're going to see forever. And so, ooh, that's Epaphras. Hmm, interesting. And that's Demas. And Demas is famous for other things that are not so cool also. <laughs> for forsaking Paul, you know. Uh, and did not continue because of the love of the world, the Bible says, that he loved the present world. And even if you worked with Paul, there's no guarantee that you would uh, stay the course and be with him. There's no guarantee because of the pressures of the world and, and all of the things there. Uh, it doesn't matter that you are working with the hottest ministry in the planet. You may just follow your own pressure and pleasure. Hallelujah. Uh, that's so real. All these things are real. It's not, uh, you know, made up. And then notice verse 17. And say to Archippus, Archippus, take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you fulfill it. In other words, Archippus maybe uh, was getting kind of distracted and he was not planning to fulfill it. Praise God. These are all uh, thoughts that you can think about uh, as you read. Hallelujah. So there are plans that God has for us to grow up, to mature, to be strong in him, to see the things that are unseen, eternal, and value them compared to the natural, and make choices, and put energy, put prayers, put effort into all of this, because God can see uh, where we came from, how we were brought into the planet, into the world, and his purpose for each one. And he wants us to appreciate it and walk in it and fulfill this, and it requires faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 18 continues the salutation by the hand of me, Paul. Remember my bonds. So he's in jail. Praise God. And uh, at that time, Epaphras and people like him were able to strengthen him and uh, give him the assurance that, hey, you're doing it for the right reasons, that we have not wasted our time, you have not suffered uh, in vain, you are in jail for the right reasons. You know, all this kind of report and this kind of people encouraged Paul to go forward and, and he would remember certain names and he would remember certain people and uh, he would say, please do this and remember this person and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of things out there to think about, but this is real. And we're going to see these people. And uh, you are real in heaven also. And we're going to be there forever and you'll be our neighbor. 
and uh, we'll be seeing you and uh, we will know everything about you uh, that maybe we thought was so cleverly hidden and disguised it's going to be out there <laughs> as a family hey this is my cousin hey this is what he did that's what he did remember sometimes we are like that in the family we re recall things that we did and uh, he, we become famous for this and that something's not so great either but um, you know it's family and so that reality has to come to us while we're down here and not just be shocked and surprised whoops hey this guy, I didn't think I'll see you again. <laughs> there he is. He's my neighbor. Oh, no. <laughs> things like that. You know, we tend to not see these things because we are so limited. And um, we're going to be seeing each other forever and ever because of what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. So it's worth uh, to think about. It's worthy of our thinking and our prayers that we are in the right direction, we are moving in the right direction, we are being perfected, well, we're going to be presented perfect and complete in all the will of God. must be our desire, must be our prayer, hallelujah. Let's see what we can um, get out of all this. Praise God. I, I think we've read verse 13 also, the prayer. Yeah. Now let's look at uh, 14 and then 15 also in Canada. Praise God. Very powerful. We look at Second uh, Timothy 4.10 where Paul says, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. The next verse continues, take Mark. That's Second uh, Timothy 4.11. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. So there are all these pressures. It's not something that happened today. These things are in the world, in the world system. There is a uh, so much pressure uh, for us to just focus on the present and be moved by the, in quote, reality of now, the present tense. Uh, and it can draw us away uh, even from working with one of the greatest uh, workers of the gospel, Paul. You know, you um, can just be sidetracked because of the power of this world it is a real power it is real uh, pleasure it is real it is real but it is temporary but it is very powerful and very real and it can lead us astray from the plan and purpose that that is eternal that you know is so powerful and so true but it's not so clear until we get to heaven hallelujah and this book gives us the eye view of it and allows us to see into that realm and, and makes it so real to us. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear 2 Timothy 4, 10 and 11 also. Yakandare Demanu Ihalokavanu Pritisin Ananu Toredubitu Thessalonica Ke Hodanu Kreskanu Galatiaku Titanu Dalmatiaku Hodaru. 
ಲೂಕನು ಮಾತ್ರ ನನ್ನ ಜೊತೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಅದ್ದಾನೆ ಮಾರ್ಕನನ್ನು ಸಂಗಡ ಕರಕೊಂಡು ಬಾ ಅವನು ಸೇವೆಗಾಗಿ ನನಗೆ ಉಪಯುಕ್ತನಾಗಿದ್ದಾನೆ thinking about your profit you're thinking about being profitable to somebody else bring mark for he is profitable to me for the ministry hallelujah as we yield ourselves to god we become more profitable to others in the ministry hallelujah so we have this self thought that i should not work or yield to anybody else i am here a servant of god not a servant of man and all of that stuff but honestly speaking our profit is to be profitable to others hallelujah and so these things become so uh, unreal until we get into that realm where you can see clearly you see here we don't see clearly we see darkly as through a mirror that has mist on it you don't see too clearly and so even people who walked with paul and ministered and helped him they were sidetracked it's true it's powerful it's real and mark had just gone off on his own way and uh, you know was tough and it was a hard case but eventually he adjusted and paul said he's now profitable he can be of profit to me in the ministry hallelujah so uh, these things are true and we're going to be seeing them Mark oh there you are oh man Mark you thought you could just go off like that right and he'd be like ah I really thought I could but <laughs> I was supposed to be profitable to you <laughs> all those things are going to come out that day when we live forever and ever with each other they may not be so famously good or they could be very famously good at the same time a good thing a good report we'll laugh about it and forever you know mark will be there and we'll see well that's the mark that's tikikus hmm that's the phras we'll see them you know and that's brother so and so and pastor g and pastor ja and all of that it's going to be just so plain and you'll see them all and oh that's that guy you know and so that that reality must be uh, brought to us very often as we live down here hallelujah I don't know. I think we've read 2 Timothy 4, 10, 11. Have we? Yeah, praise God. So this um, combination of being here, but being privy to revelation and knowledge of, into eternity and the years that are timeless, that are going to come upon us, must be there. That balance must be there. Uh, and we must actually be very sure about it, praise God, because it's coming, it's coming. definitely it's going to happen glory to god thank you jesus let's look at um some other scriptures let's go to the book of luke luke uh, the 24th chapter praise god these things are safe it's for our safety and for our perfection our maturity it's a good thing praise god talking about our lord after his resurrection very interesting scriptures there Let's go to verse 38 of Luke 24 observe and he he said unto them why are you troubled and why do thoughts arise in your hearts <laughs> why this is because verse 36 and as they thus spake Jesus himself stood in the midst of them 
and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they had seen a spirit. This is Jesus after the resurrection. They thought, you know, very, very plainly, very physically, they thought he was just dead and gone. That's the end of the story. They were not aware of this other realm that was becoming opened to all of us called the spirit realm. And the reality of the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That there is a life realm in the spirit uh, that we have to be conscious of that comes from the word and the truth of God. Hallelujah. And so, notice what they were scared about. Jesus addresses it in verse 38. He says, why are you troubled? Why do thoughts arise in your hearts? So there are all of these troubles and thoughts that rise up, doubts and suspicions. Is this real? Is this really true, what you're saying? Is this Jesus, really? Hallelujah. All of us get these thoughts. Are you sure about this? You're just saying it. He just says things, man. But you know, they faced it. We all face it. Sometimes I have to shake my head and say, is that really in the scripture? I've believed it. Is it there? And when, when you see it for yourself, something happens. Like, wow. Then he goes on. He says in 39, to, to quench all their troubles and thoughts and suspicions and all of that, behold my hands and my feet, that it is I, <laughs> myself, handle me and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have Jesus had to make it real to them he said listen it's real touch me it's real it's me handle me touch me he said a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have they thought they had just seen a, a spirit but you see he was unveiling a new realm to them a place where you have flesh and you have bone, but you are also uh, very amazingly powered, empowered, that you can pass through walls and you can suddenly disappear and you can breathe on people and you can sing even, you can talk, you can do everything that everybody is doing. Verse 40, and when he had thus spoken... He showed them his hands and his feet, and while they yet believed not for joy and wondered. You see, all of those things are happening. There's joy, but there's also some believing not and wonder also. All of this is going on. Is this really happening here? You know, wow, is this for sure? Are you really sure about it? He said unto them, have you a hear any meat. He said, let me show you more. You know, I can see there's all of this going on. There are doubts, there are thoughts, there's wonder, there's some, I believe not going on. He said, let me show you the next. Have you here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, 42 says, and a honeycomb. And he took, verse 43, and did eat before them. He ate right there. He wanted to show them that, you see, I eat also. I can eat with this special body. 
And he said unto them, These are the words. These are the words which I spoke or spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses. He brings them back to the word. And at that point, it was the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. He said, this is it. The word is real. This is true. Whatever you're reading inside there, this is the fact. I'm real. This kingdom is real. Heaven is real. All of this is real. Hallelujah. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Praise God. So all of this is going on. Hallelujah. And thus, and he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. You know, he's bringing them through the scripture, talking about him, himself and the name and repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. We are witnesses of all these things. Now they are picking up, you know, and being a witness, testifying it. Notice he's, he's referring them to the word and saying, whatever you see here is real. This is real. See, I'm real. I'm eating. I, I told you, I'm real. See, this is real. Whatever you're reading in the scripture is real. These things have to be fulfilled. These things are going to happen. This is the reality you need to understand. And then notice in verse 31, very interesting. He would just... Uh, and their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. See that? When their eyes were opened and they knew him, he vanished out of their sight. He had this way of saying, I can vanish also. I have a body. I can eat. I can talk. I can breathe on you. I can sing if I want to. I can do whatever. But I can also vanish. <laughs> and I can go through the wall and I can be anywhere at the speed of thought I can just be there and it's real hallelujah but notice that after their eyes were opened they knew him he vanished he's like now you know right I vanish see we are in that place where we never saw any of this we only know that he vanished but all the other things that he said are real and you have believed it. And that's wonderful. You are the custodian of great salvation. So great salvation. You have been given the faith of the Son of God. The very faith that moves everything. Hallelujah. That holds everything. Praise God. That faith of the Son of God is on the inside of you. And it needs to be assured by the word of God. And fed and nourished on the word of God. That it is real. That we are from heaven. We are born from above. That we are citizens of heaven. And we are here temporarily. We are here to finish our course. And then go home and rejoice with the family who we thought was not really our family. And we were just doing things. Hallelujah. But when we see this more clearly, you know, Jesus says, I can safely now step away because you know whatever is written here is, is true is going to happen I can just vanish off and leave you with the word 
Hallelujah. That's why he doesn't just show up now and then, you know, and say, touch me. Because he knows if you've been reading your Bible by the Spirit of the living God and the new birth, you should be able to grasp the reality. I should be able to grasp the reality that what he said is true, that it's very, very real, more real than my mind that may wonder, that may think anxiously, wonder and be surprised and have all kinds of doubtful thoughts. I can tell my mind to shut up and listen to the word of God because it's true. It's more real. Eternity is more real than anything I can see or feel and I can choose with respect to eternity. Hallelujah. That it's a good choice. It's not a dumb move. It's a good choice. That I can endure things for the sake of this reality which may not be pleasant right now, but it's real. It's absolutely, totally real. And it's worth everything. Hallelujah. Because we're a family. And it's about his family. And he wants all his people, his children, in the house. He wants them in the family. And that's what it's all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe these things will help us. You know, it's helping me right now. Praise God. Let's hear maybe from um, 38 and 39, uh, maybe to 42. ಆದರೆ ಆತನು ಅವರಿಗೆ ಯಾಕೆ ನೀವು ಕಳವಳಗೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತೀರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹೃದಯಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಆಲೋಚನೆಗಳು ಹುಟ್ಟುವುದು ಯಾಕೆ ನನ್ನ ಕೈಗಳನ್ನು ಮತ್ತು ನನ್ನ ಕಾಲುಗಳನ್ನು ನೋಡಿರಿ ನಾನೇ ಅಲ್ಲವೇ ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಮುಟ್ಟಿ ನೋಡಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನೀವು ನೋಡುವಂತೆ ನನಗಿರುವ ಮಾಂಸ ಮತ್ತು ಎಲುಬುಗಳು ಭೂತಕ್ಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲ ಅಂದನು ಅವರು ಆತನಿಗೆ ಒಂದು ತುಂಡು ಸುಟ್ಟವ್ಯಾನನ್ನು ಮತ್ತು ಒಂದು ಜೇನು ಹುಟ್ಟನ್ನು ಕೊಟ್ಟರು Let's hear also 31 in Kannada. Aga avara kannu galu tereyal pattadarinda avaru atana gurutu gididaru. Atanu avara drushtige adrushyan adanu. Praise God. Notice verse 32. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures? Praise God. Today, you and I are most likely left with these kind of things, a burning insight. When the scriptures are open to us, something stirring within us, but it is him talking with us. It is him making himself real to us. Hallelujah. Guess what? It comes from the scripture. It comes from the word, and that's why we are... Uh, meditating on these things that's why we gather around the word of god because that's what he chose to leave us with praise god hallelujah thank you jesus and we can hear that also in canada the 32nd verse aga avaru obbarigobbaru aatanu dariyalli namma kuda maatanaadutta barahagalannu namage vivarisidaga namma hrudayavu nammalage kudiyittallave endu andukondaru paul saying a similar language in Acts 20 verse 32 said and now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified hallelujah so uh, they are leaving us with the word and the feeding of the word and saying this word will build you up this word will strengthen you this word will stabilize you and help you to receive 
your inheritance. Hallelujah. Among the sanctified ones, the set apart ones. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need to think about it. That this has been given to us. And God trusts the power in it. That if we can commune with it, if we can meditate thereon, ponder and prayerfully think about these things, it will cause us to mature, develop, grow up, be built up, and we share in his precious inheritance. Glory to God. The Amplified says, And now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge. Notice all of these realities are connected to the word. I'm depositing you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. When the word is being given to us, especially this powerful new covenant word, you are being entrusted to God's protection and care. I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. What a blessing. What an amazing salvation we have. It is able to build us up, to give us our rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, transformed of soul. Hallelujah. God trusts the word. We can trust the word. God says this word will build you up. This word will give you inheritance. This word will become so real to you and you will fellowship with me and you will enjoy eternity. Hallelujah. I thank God that this word is available to us today. And therefore, we prayerfully consider and we prayerfully desire the maturity of the saints because we belong to one family and it is for our collective benefit that when we stand before our Father, we will know we did it from His heart, from His concern and care and love for His family. That should drive us forward. Hallelujah. That that was our motive that was our desire. That was our reason. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear uh, Acts 20 and verse 32 also in Kannada. Sahodarare, nimmanu kattuva dakku pavitra radavarellarelli nimage badhyate ennu anugrahisuva dakku naniga nimmanu devarigu atana krupavakyaku uppisikoduttene. Paul is quick to add in verse 33, I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Hallelujah. He said, my heart was thinking about your benefit. I did not covet anything that you had. I was not thinking about how to prophesy it out of your wallet into my pocket. I was not thinking about how to get it out of your hands into my hands. Praise God. That means it can happen. He could have. He could have thought like that. But he said, no, I did not. Praise God. So we have to keep our hearts in that mode and think like this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Of course, it was the beginning of the church and he had to struggle a lot because this, this institution was not so clear back then. It took time uh, crossing after Acts chapter 10 even to even think that the church could be in another nation among other people, that God's body could involve other nations. It was so Jew-centered because they, they did not understand the revelation. And now 2,000 years later, people are still wondering 
whether there is any such organized church, actual structure given in the word of God. People sit around in the coffee shops and read from laptops and just counsel each other and say that that's the church and that they don't need anything else and that that's church. My brother and sister is sadly mistaken. It's not true. That's not the church. The church has a structure. The church has a way. The church is the way that God put on the earth. Hallelujah. And there is a profit from doing it his way, which when we get to heaven, we'll realize that a lot of the things we did were just for our own benefit and what felt good for us to preserve ourselves rather than God and his family. Hallelujah. We need to do it right. We need to do it God's way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's hear that last verse also, just after 32, verse 33. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Let's go on to 2 Corinthians. I heard somebody talk the other day about how uh, he came on a big, big program, you know, which is very well known, and he was talking about how you know, there's a big shift taking place that you don't need to be you know, in church as you know it anymore. You can just sit around coffee shops and you know, just uh, study your Bible and uh, you know, talk about what you think about the Bible to each other, and that's it. There's no such fivefold ministry gift, etc., etc., that you and I have probably heard about. Can you imagine there's such deep ignorance still 2,000 years later about these things? Deep ignorance. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope you are getting some value out of all this. 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 1, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Glory to God. It's talking about our body and a superior body. Verse 2, for in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that wrought, that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also has given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For 
we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done whether it be good or bad knowing therefore the terror of the Lord notice that word terror hallelujah notice here he's not talking about you know the patience and grace of our God suddenly just became terror hallelujah phobos fear some things are to be feared some things are to be feared it's not just all lovey-dovey some things have to be feared respected and honored the way God says it hallelujah we are a family we are a great family he's our father but there are some things that we need to respect and honor and consider in fear fear of God hallelujah terror of the Lord notice did you know that there was fear of the Lord there's something called the fear of the Lord knowing therefore the terror of the Lord we persuade men but uh, we are made manifest unto God God sees everything we're trying to persuade people because we know some things are strong some things are fearful some things uh, may not just agree with our own ideas hallelujah we are made manifest unto God and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences for we commend not ourselves again unto you but give to you occasion to glory on our behalf that you may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart so people were looking on the outside same way today people are just bothered about basically what's on the outside hallelujah and uh, you know things on the outside have uh, things to glory about but he's saying there are pure intentions from the heart that have to be communicated sincerely and truly not lying to people and cheating them there is a reality we will stand before God one of these days and honestly we have to face some consequences not that I believe not that we'll be cast into hell but there will be some things that may not be so cool when we stand before him that day we'll be like whoa wow there could be some squirming and some concern verse 14 for the love of Christ constrains us because we thus judge if one died for all then we're all dead that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves but unto him which died for them and rose again <coughs> excuse me <coughs> ha 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 notice we are to be clear all of these things are real we cannot just live for ourselves we now live for him we now do everything for him that loved us and gave himself for us hallelujah that's the truth right whether we like it or not that's the truth and we're going to stand there with him one of these days and um, everything will be very clear and open why we did what we did why we said what we said why we preached what we preached all of these things are going to be open and we will have to 
account for it. And that means there's going to be an accounting system. Why did you say this? Why didn't you say that? Da, 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 da. I think it's going to be quite interesting and even scary. Everything will be opened. We have to give an account for every word. It's very interesting. Hallelujah. That's why it says, bring down every thought. Be careful what you speak. Be quiet about it. Don't say too much. All of these things are because it's a kind of a fearful day when that we stand before him, even though we're not going to hell, I believe. It is quite fearful. It's kind of scary. Hallelujah. And so our condition is we are living for him. We're not living for ourselves. That's real. We are living for him. We are bearing his name. We were dead. We were made alive because of him. We are not our own. We belong to him. We cannot live for ourselves. We live for him and for his family. Hallelujah. It's real. It's true. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know whether we can read the whole thing in Canada. Maybe we can. Um, hallelujah. Let's read from verse 6 onwards through to um, verse 12. 6 to 12. Higiruvadarinda sharirada maneyal niruva varegu naavu kattanige dhuravagiddevendu ballavaragi naavu yavagalu baravasavullavaragi deve. ನಾವು ನೋಡುವವರಾಗಿ ನಡೆಯದೆ ನಂಬುವವರಾಗಿಯೇ ನಡೆಯುತ್ತೇವೆ ನಾವು ದೇಹವನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಕತ್ತನ ಬಳಿಯಲ್ಲಿಯೇ ಇರುವುದು ಉತ್ತಮವೆಂದು ಆಶಿಸಿ ಭರವಸವುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿದ್ದೇವೆ ಆದದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ದೇಹವೆಂಬ ಮನೆಯಲ್ಲಿದ್ದರೂ ಸರಿಯೇ ಅದನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟಿ ಅದ್ದರೂ ಸರಿಯೇ ಆತನನ್ನು ಮೆಚ್ಚಿಸುವವರಾಗಿರಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಾವು ಪ್ರಯಾಸ ಪಡುತ್ತೇವೆ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನು ತನ್ನ ದೇಹದ ಮೂಲಕ ನಡೆಸಿದ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದಕ್ಕಾಗಲಿ ಕೆಟ್ಟದ್ದಕ್ಕಾಗಲಿ ಸರಿಯಾದದ್ದನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವುದಕ್ಕೋಸ್ಕರ ನಾವೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ನ್ಯಾಯಾಸನದ ಮುಂದೆ ಕಾಣಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳಲೇಬೇಕು ನಾವು ಕರ್ತನ ಭಯವನ್ನು ಅರಿತವರಾದ ಕಾರಣ ಮನುಷ್ಯರನ್ನು ಒಡಂಬಡಿಸುತ್ತೇವೆ ಆದರೆ ನಾವು ದೇವರಿಗೂ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಮನಸ್ಸಾಕ್ಷಿಗಳಿಗೂ ತೋರಿ ಬಂದಿದ್ದೇವೆಂದು ನಾನು ಭರವಸವುಳ್ಳವನಾಗಿದ್ದೇನೆ ನಾವು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ತಿರುಗಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಮುಂದೆ ಹೊಗಳಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ಯಾರು ಹೃದಯದ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಹೊಗಳಿಕೊಳ್ಳದೆ ತೋರಿಕೆಯ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಮಾತ್ರ ಹೊಗಳಿಕೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತಾರೋ ಅವರಿಗೆ ಪ್ರತ್ಯುತ್ತರ ಹೇಳುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ನಿಮಗೆ ಆಧಾರವಿರಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಮ್ಮ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಹೆಚ್ಚಳ ಪಡುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ನಿಮಗೆ For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, every tongue shall confess to God. 12. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Wow. Every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Hallelujah. So we try to pray and study and ponder and live in a way so that we don't cause our brothers to flop and fail. We try to uh, prayerfully help them to be perfected, accomplished in the will of God. We don't want to stumble and cause others to stumble. 
people read our life more than they hear our words. After all the preaching, they say, but you did this, and you did that, and you have this, and if you have it, I must have it also. Have you noticed that? There's always comparison with others. They're always looking outside. The matter of the heart is what we are more concerned about. It's what Paul is saying. You and I have the same pressures. We are all going through this present world. And it has powerful pressures. And the tendency for us to preserve ourselves and think about ourselves above all else is there. It's real. And therefore, I need to study this Bible. I need to prayerfully think about it. And one day, whether we like it or not, all of us are going to stand before that throne and give an account of ourselves. And we are a family. And we'll be there after everything, and we will notice each other and say, well, that, that was that. <laughs> Forever. Okay, that, that, that was that. Hallelujah. Very interesting. Let's hear Romans 14, uh, 12 also in Canada. Praise God. In 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, notice how it opens, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So there is a problem sometimes that you know, we're not all growing up at the same level. Paul had become more of a man and more of even a giant, I would say. But there were things that he would have liked to say, which he could not say because the body could not receive it. The believers could not receive it. He said, I could not speak unto you in that manner. So it's possible to be frustrated and not be able to say certain things. You want to say them. You know you should say them. But then, uh, because of the hearers, you cannot say it. He said in verse 3, You are yet carnal. There is among you envying, strife, divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? One version says, as mere men. So all of us have a tendency to look around and just walk like everybody else. But the Bible says that's carnal. Hallelujah. And the word will build us up and give us our inheritance and cause us to understand the reality that all of us are a family, that we have one father, we have one eldest brother, the Lord Jesus, and we all are a family and we're going to be seeing each other forever. Hallelujah. And when we learn to look at that and let it drive us, rather than what we feel right now and our emotions are all twisted and all that, that and our pains and our hurts and all of that stuff. If we can just rise above that and consider, wow, that's my brother, that's my sister, I'm going to be seeing him forever. A lot of these things won't matter at all. Some of these things will not even last one trip to heaven. People who have come back from heaven they begged that they should not be brought back. All the things that we're clamoring about, the minute we cross over, we will not even look at them, think about them, except to remember that 
Wow, that thing held me back. This thing held me back. And that situation held me back. Man, it messed with my focus. I could not think clearly. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we can pray that Christ be formed in each one of us. That we can stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. We can be concerned for each other to be driven to prayer knowing that when we stand there it will not be because you want to say I prayed for you that's why you're here. No. But because that's my brother. I'm so glad we could help. I'm so glad we can just look at each other and say man am I glad we made it here. Forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Verse 5. Who then is Paul and Apollos but ministers by whom you believe even as the Lord gave to every man. So God gave certain ministers to us. Hallelujah. And we should uh, realize that. They are just not passing through. They are there for us at that point. I have planted Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Hallelujah. There is a planting. There is a joining with God. There is a working with God. Of course, God is ultimate, verse 7. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watereth, but God that gives increase. God is the ultimate person in all of this. It is for his glory. If it's a family and he's the father, of course, it's all about that family and the father. It's God. He that planted and waters are one. Every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. How did you handle that work? What were your thoughts? What, what were your motives? Why did you do it like that? Why did you say it like that? Why didn't you say this? Why didn't you say that? You were thinking about yourself. You were thinking about protecting yourself. You didn't want to be exposed. You, all of these things nobody can see except God. Verse 9. We are laborers together with God. We are God's husbandry. What an honor that we can work with God laboring with God we are his farm we are his house we are his building according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder I have laid the foundation another builds thereupon but let every man take heed how he built it thereupon so each one has to be careful what he's taking and accepting and mulling over and thinking about and meditating over because you are actually building something into your life that is concerning your inheritance your future inheritance forever where you will see it very plainly and you will feel it because that's your brother that's your sister that's your family you will feel it the pure real feelings and emotions of the true love of God are actually there and you will feel them you will feel for them the way God feels hallelujah so we are not here to put one person down and compare with the other we are here because God the father cares for us and he's preparing us for a new realm of eternal reigning ruling with him I guess we better hear something in Canada Praise God. 1 Corinthians 3, notice, let's hear verse 3 also and then proceed down to verse 8. 
ನೀವು ಇನ್ನೂ ಪ್ರಾಪಂಚಿಕರಾಗಿದ್ದೀರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮೊಳಗೆ ಹೊಟ್ಟೆ ಕಿಚ್ಚು ಜಗಳ ವೇದಗಳು ಇರುವಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಪ್ರಾಪಂಚಿಕರಾಗಿದ್ದು ಮನುಷ್ಯರಂತೆ ನಡೆಯುತ್ತೀರಲ್ಲವೇ ನೆಡುವವನು ನೀರು ಹೊಯ್ಯುವವನು ಒಂದೇ ಆಗಿದ್ದಾರೆ ಆದರೂ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನಿಗೆ ಅವನವನ ಕಷ್ಟಕ್ಕೆ ತಕ್ಕ ಹಾಗೆ ಕೂಲಿಯು ದೊರೆಯುವುದು Let's see verse 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Every man's work shall be made manifest. What a thought. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. <coughs> And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. <coughs> so there's going to be somebody whose eyes are like fire you know i have a cat who has you know rather large eyes and sometimes she looks at me i'm thinking what's going to happen next <laughs> my wife and my children have seen it sometimes it's like wow that eye that look means something we're going to be looking into the person who knows everything who cannot be cheated who cannot be fooled he's going to look at us and he's going to see everything and we will know that he has seen everything everything is open before him everything why we said it why we did it why we did not do it everything will be open before him and some things will not make it but some things will stand and help us to rule with him in glory in honor in congratulations in respect but some things will just not be worthy they will be burnt up there will be nothing left of them some things will have no value at all praise god it's going to be interesting and it's going to be fearful also so we better be careful god help us all hallelujah let's hear verse 13 and then pray ಯಾವದರಿಂದ ಕಟ್ಟಿದರೂ ಅವನವನ ಕೆಲಸವು ವ್ಯಕ್ತವಾಗುವುದು ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಆ ದಿನವು ಬೆಂಕಿಯೊಡನೆ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷವಾಗಿ ಆ ಕೆಲಸವನ್ನು ಸ್ಪಷ್ಟವಾಗಿ ತೋರಿಸುವುದು ಅವನವನ ಕೆಲಸವೆಂತದೋ ಆ ಬೆಂಕಿ ಶೋಧಿಸುವುದು follow the burning of the scriptures in the heart spend time until other things are burnt out so that one day we will rejoice hallelujah that we chose properly hallelujah glory to god let's worship him let's worship him mana kora kosete alaba ribo kuto krusto frevelite barazana kalabaya oh we give you thanks we give you thanks we give you thanks hallelujah 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 Glory to your holy name. 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 Soon and coming king, our Lord, our savior. The Lord Jesus, the risen Lord, we bless you. You are real to us. You're more real to us today than yesterday. Your word is more real to us right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Helping us to position ourselves today while it's called today. Now, in the name of Jesus, we take the time to focus on you to think about these things to live out the purpose today in these 12 hours in these 24 hours in this day we have 
how we think, how we act, may it glorify you. We worship you today. We bless you right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to give, now is a great opportunity. I'm going to be doing it by phone. So have a great time. You are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.